Welcome to the latest episode of Lovers of Rebetica. My name is Con Calamaris, and each week with this podcast series, I delve into Rebetica, and I try to keep the episodes concise, light, and short, just enough for people to kind of dip their toes in and to appreciate this music. That starting track there was called Zebeganos Spaniolo, and it was sung by Stratos Payonzis, written by Yorgos Batis. Now, let me just delve into what the lyrics are actually talking about. Secretly in a boat, I went to the dragon's cave. Three stone guys stretched out on the beach, Batis, Artemis, and the lazy Stratos. Artemis brings us fine dope from Constantinople, fine dope from Persia, and the mangas can smoke with peace of mind. Okay, so what we're going to delve into is, let's just talk about broadly speaking, about Rebetica, just so we can get a, you know, general snapshot of it. The origins of this music, as we know as Rebetica, lie in obscurity in the mid-19th century or even earlier. The music can be roughly divided into two schools, the first being the created by the Greek population of the Ottoman cities, such as Constantinople, which is modern-day Istanbul, and Smidni, which is modern-day Izmir, as they were known back then. In the main, this was played in public places, at places of entertainment of highly skilled professionals and musicians, using violin, lira, sanduri, guitar, and mandolin. However, the fact that there was this also existed in rougher and more underground form is evident in the um, in the brothel recordings made by um, in Constantinople around 1912. Let's just delve into some other. Um, tracks from this period which I think um, you'll actually appreciate the next track is a song by Marcos Van Vakaris and um, it was sung by Marcos Van Vakaris and Rita Abadzi so let's just delve into that first as well Thank you. 
That was the unmistakable voice of Marcos Vanvakaris and Rita Abadzi. So let's let's just delve in, let's dip our toes a little bit into the story of those two performers, uh, both of which will have their own podcast because there's so much to cover. But let's just delve into. So Marcos Vanvakaris was born into a poor family from the island of Syros in 1905. At the age of 12. He went to Piraeus. I have read that he, in his biography, that he um, he did stow away on a boat to escape. And he worked in a series of kind of grueling jobs, you know, on the ports. And then eventually working in the slaughterhouses as, as he worked with, um, you know, as you do in slaughterhouses. And uh, legend has it that he witnessed somebody playing bazooki by accident. And he made a promise to himself hadn't learned how to play it within six months he would cut off his hands pretty extreme he taught himself to play bazooki and started writing his own music by the mid 1920s and then in 1932 he made his first of hundreds of recordings many of his early lyrics dealt with hashish and the underworld themes but he eventually broadened his scope and became a much loved singer of popular uh, greek music still to this day his songs are being covered um, he died in 1972. Now, uh, Rita Bazzi is another character as well who I will undoubtedly dedicate a, um entire podcast series to her. Rita Bazzi was born as Irini Abadzi in Halka Bunari on the outlying, outlying district of Smidni in 1903. She was one of Greece's most popular singers of the interwar period, recording extensively both at Abedika and the Montika. She also did recordings in Turkish as well. Um, so let's, um, 
even though mainly these these songs do have um, underworld, under, sorry, underground kind of themes, they developed another format of Bedica, which was more um, play, playing this music in enclosed places, such as togethers, which are referred to as hash dens and prisons. This was more common. This is more for the non-professional um, music performed on guitar, baglama, and bazooki. Um, Recordings began as early as 1905 in Constantinople, and until 1914, engineers from England and Germany made many visits to the Near East to record Greek and other local musicians. After the First World War and Greek Turkish, um, the Greek-Turkish War that followed, recording of Greek music of international companies switched mainly to Athens. So between 1925 and 19. 37, a wealth of material was recorded, much of which was semi-underground nature, which uh, which was quite unique for this music. Um, until 1936, when the Metaxas government at the time took power and quickly introduced censorship, so people would before they would record songs, they would need to submit them the notation and the lyrics for approval. The censorship took a while to be fully implemented. But from 1937, um, kind of hardcore Abetica was forced underground. So let's um, delve into one of these most definitely underground songs. Ah. 
unmistakable voice of Marcos Van Vacarius. As I progress further on, there will, there will be quite a few artists that will come up again and again, purely because they're integral to the universe of Rebetica. Now, that song that we heard there from Marcos Van Vacarius was called Sinachis, which refers to Tope Sniffer. Again, you'll see the same themes come up again. Now, the voice you can hear in the background is by a gentleman called Yorgos Batis. He is also integral into the universe of early Rebetica, and I will no doubt um, cover him in a separate podcast series. He was originally born Yorgos Tsoros from Methana in 1890, and he moved to Prayas at an early age, and he died in 1967. He um, had his own cafe and dancing school, and a lot of the musicians used to congregate at his cafe. He, um, he was actually part of the original quartet that existed with Marcos Van Vacaris as well, which will be its own podcast series. So let's just delve into this particular song too of uh, Yorgos Batis, who I think you actually quite like. And you can see how simplistic the music was. The 
unmistakable voice of Yorgos Batis, who will have its own podcast series themselves. Now, there will be, um, in the next series, I will delve into three prominent uh, female singers at the time. As I mentioned previously, Rita Badzi. Um, and I'll also delve into Rosa Eskenazi and Marika Papagika. These three female singers were actually uh, trailblazers at the time and had released over 70 records independently. Um, but until then, thank you for listening to Lovers of Rebetica podcast. The aim is to just keep it light, short and concise and hopefully just to trigger your curiosity into the world of Rebetica. And my name's Con Calamaris and I will be back again next week. Tu salamu, 